First of all, I want to thank my dear friend, Judah, Vuligas here, Benji, so many beautiful and familiar faces, people who I really, really love and respect, are in this amazing place. And the only thing I disagree with what Rav Judah just said is that this is not mysterious nefesh. This is mysterious nefesh would be to stay away from here, not to come here. But to be with you is not mysterious nefesh. It's something that I treasure. I treasure and I remember over the years. And all who, those who know me know the special feelings that I have towards the Hevri here in Camp Pasch and what happens here. This is a chiddush in the world. It's a chiddush. When Mashiach comes, there's going to be a special section in Yerushalayim. There'll be a special place by that big fabrengen when Mashiach comes for this chevra. They're taking care of the Baruch Shalom's children in such a loving and a beautiful way. I'm sorry to hear this sad news. It's a time it's a time of sad news even the news that happened thousands of years ago still hurts us and whatever sad news we hear in our lives now personally it's all a hemshech it's all a continuation of that of that tishabov what happened back then. It's all a continuation. But here we are. It's Erev, Tishabov, Tavshin, Ayin, Zayin, Shabbos, Chazayin. There's a war that's taking place on the Harabais. As we sit here, there's a war that's taking place on the Harabais. And those who are those who despise us, are fighting for the Harabais that is ours, that will always be ours. And in a subtle, less frightening way, there's there's a war that's taking place within Amis, so of a recognizing and feeling the dusha of that place, of the Kaisal Hamaravi, of the Kotel, of Yushalayim, Harabais. So there are Mulchamas, Mibifnimu, Mibachutz, from inside and outside. I want to talk about a Mulchama Ha'ur, Mibifnimu. I'll get to the cell to the wall, maybe just the last five minutes. In Shukhan Aruch, in the Halachas of Tishabav, the meaning of eating an egg by the Sudam Avsekis, Erev Tishabav, is brought down. It is a minig to eat an egg you all know that, that that food is also a machal of food 
of Avelus, when a person, Lo'aleinu, comes back from the cemetery after burying a loved one, by the Suda Savra, that meal of the Avel, of the person in mourning, is the egg. And there are many discussions about what is it about that particular food. that makes it a michael of food, of avelus, of mourning, of sadness, of peronius. In the Gemara and Bechares and Avches, Bechlal, it's a remarkable Gemara. There's a story there with Rabbi Yeshua Hananya meeting with Chachmei Atuna, some of the sages of Athens, the philosophers of Athens, and a mysterious conversation that he had with them. And the question that they asked him, and the question he asked them, and there's a long Mahashah in the Chedusha Goddess, if you have a chance of a Shabbos, take a look. And that story in the Gemara is juxtaposed with a statement regarding the nature of that of that Metzius, of the egg, the B'derech Klal, it takes 21 days until the, until the egg hatches and the little one comes out. It takes 21 days. And the Gemara says, Ilan, and by trees there's also a plant. It takes 21 days from the first appearance of the bud until the first fruit well, the Elon, the Gemara says, Luz, which is the almond, the almond tree. Also 21 days. The Masha makes this connection between 21 days that it takes for the egg to hatch and the 21 days of the almond tree to blossom to the 21 days of the three weeks that we're now completing, arriving soon by Tisha As far as that tree, the almond tree is concerned, we just read in the Haftarah two weeks ago, the Nevuah of Yirmiya, of the Novi Yirmiyo by the Churban, and there was a vision, and Hashem asked the Novi Yirmiyo, Ma'at Aroya, what do you see? V'oymar, Makel Shoked Aniroa. I see a, a branch from an almond tree. It's a very interesting lotion. That Hashem says, Very good. You don't see such a thing in Tanakh. That Hashem is excited. That Yumio was able to see, to understand what this was. This branch of an almond tree. Makal Shoket and Iroya. And Hashem says, The word Shoket, the almond, the luz, the Shoket. Hashem says, I am going to rush to bring about what I said was going to happen with the Chorba. So this tree also takes 21 days. The egg, 21 days corresponding to the three weeks. 
and the almond tree, 21 days, the three weeks. All of this is wrapped up in the package of the prophecy of the Nevoah, of Tishabov, of the Chorban. Rabbi Nachman says in Tinyonet Payehei that there's another remez. I know it's safe to say things from Rabbi Nachman here, judging by the publications of Camp Hask. I have Lukut Aloch, I have Lukut Aitfilis from Camp Hask, and I'm taking Tlali, so I know I'm safe over here with Rabbi Nachman. So Rabbi Nachman says another remez. All of you know that there's a mysterious part of the body. The etzem luz, it's called the same name as the almond tree. The almond is a luz. The etzem, that part of the body, some tiny little bone that's shaped like an almond. Rabbi Nachman says, etzem luz, she is odom. It's by the neck somewhere. She is shor acha kilin haguf. We have a Kabbalah from Chazal that after the body disintegrates in the earth no matter what happened to a Jewish body even if it was burned in an oven what remains is this tiny little indestructible bone this loose and Rabbi Nuzal says that from this tiny little etzim loose Hashem is going to reconstruct the entire person. The body will be miraculously rebuilt by Tchias HaMesim, by the resurrection of the dead. And this is the greatest consolement that we have. The greatest Nechama that a Jew has is knowing about this reality that's part of who he and she is. This Luz, this Etzim Luz. And all the Nechama that the Novi Yeshaya will come to tell us next Shabbos, following Shabbos Chazoyin, Shabbos Nachamu, 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 to be comforted, to be consoled, is all contained within this sight, this mystery of the Etzem Luz, of this bone, for Tchies Ames. So it comes out that we have, first of all, the egg, which the Mashot tells us the 21 days. Then the Gemara says the luz, the almond, which is 21 days. All this is three weeks, these three weeks. And the etzim luz of the body, So if the egg is a symbol... of the Luz, which is a symbol of Tchiesa Mesim, which Rabbeinu says is the Ik and the Chama that a Jew has in this world, is knowing that we're not finished, no matter what happens, we can come back to life while being in this world. Because all of you know that the Kutzka, I'm sure you know the Kutzka said, that the Baruch Shalom knows that I have the ability to bring the dead back to life, but I'd much rather bring the living back to life. And if the egg... is a simon of that luz, of the almond, which is a simon of the etzim luz, which is the ik and the chama of Am Yisrael and of each and every person, then why is it that the egg corresponds to the 21 days 
the three weeks of Peronius. Now the Marshal there talks about the three weeks that we have the 21 days, which is the Sacha called the sum total of the days of the Yom from in the month of Tishrei. 21 days of joy. But we need to understand why is it that the egg is a Michael of Avelos, of mourning. Mitzad Echad, it's a reminder of the 21 days of Churban, of destruction. Mitzad Sheni, it's a reminder of the deepest, deepest Nechama, the Luz, the Said of Tchias Amesim, of Nachemu, Nachemu, Ami. So, Chavre, we're going to talk now about a very big Yisoyed. I don't think it's a Chiddush, but we're going to learn it together. It's a tremendous Yisoyed. There are two ways that a Jew has to look at life. And it's very much connected to what's happening right here and what Rav Judah was talking about a few minutes ago. On the one hand, you're all serious people. And a serious people, a serious person, naturally makes a cheshman an effort thinks about himself, about herself, about one's faults and one's mistakes and one's deficiencies. And naturally there's a bitterness and there's a brokenness that a serious person has. There's a mirirus, a tzibrokenkai, when a person thinks, kama, kama, nisrachakti, how far, how far away I am in my life from the truth how far I have wandered from what I myself wanted to be and wanted to do. How far away I am from the tachos of why I was created. The Avelis over the Chorban, our mourning over the destruction over the Chorban, the Etzim, of course, is a, a mourning over over the loss of that reality of the Shachanti Besoich. Sof Kosov was the Tachlis of the Beis HaMikdash. To have a fancy building. The Beis HaMikdash was a place where a Jew came and when you walked into that place, even if you were the tiniest little person, the smallest little Jew, when you walked into that place, you felt an explosion of a Shachanti Besoich. You felt that I'm here. And therefore, a serious person, each and every one of you, a serious person feels a sense of loss, a sense of availus over the absence of the Shekhinah within myself. What's wrong with me? The churban of my dads. Why do I think the way that I think? The churban of my lashon, of my speak. Why do I say such silly things? Why do I say hurtful things? The churban of my eyes. Of the eyes of a Jew that were created, like we say in the Tilazaka, to, look, to learn Torah, to daven, to see good in other people. Why are my eyes so ruined? I see ugliness in people. I see ugliness on, 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 on the technology on the phone, I see ugliness. 
the Churban of Tamimas, of the Pashtas, the Tamimas, the sweetness of a child, of how we were when we were children, the Churban of Aramuna. All of that, as I said before, is the unfolding of Churban Besamikdash, of that reality of a Shachanti Besaycha. Because if you or I would feel that the Shachanti Besaycha right in here, in the place of Bilvavi Mishkan Evna, if we would feel that right now, right here, our eyes would be different, our words would be different, our lives would be different. So one eye of a Jew has to be gazing upon the one side of the heart, which the Zohar Kaddish says. That one side of the heart of a Jew is filled with tears, is crying. Over that chorb, over the, over the devastation, the destruction of Kedusha in my life. What I've done to damage to give anguish to the Shechina Kedoshah, to our mother. But on the other hand, the other eye of a Jew has to look with a mabat, with a way of Nechama. And the Baruch Shalom does not want that a Jew should chalila chalila stay in that place of thinking, in that way of thinking of Avelas, of bitterness, of Tzibach and Kait. And a person has to constantly be Menachem himself. I'm going to be good. I want to be good. This, all of these things that I've destroyed, all that's happened to me and I've done doesn't define who I am. And all of the chizik that we hear from the tzaddikim, which is true. And a person has to be filled every second with the deepest, deepest amuna. Not only in Hashem's Baruch, but Hashem's Baruch adores me. That Hashem says, Kivyochel can't be without me in this world. The belief of Chazda Hashem Kiloi Samu, Kiloi Cholorach. Chazda Hashem Kiloi Samu, Kiloi Cholorach. That the love of Hashem is infinite. The Chazda of Hashem is infinite. And therefore, when one looks at the Kinus, and you should all be, at this point in time, you should already, like tomorrow, Shabbos, not, but you should be looking into the Kinus to get used to the Kinus, to see, to learn, a little bit to get ready, not just to jump into the Kinus, but to learn. One prepares for every Yantiv, and this is also a Yantiv. It's a Moed, it's a time that we meet Hashem as Baruch through our Tvilas. When you look at the Kiddus, I'll mention just one that's very, very famous. On the one hand, the Kiddus are filled, filled with Jewish sadness and suffering. Filled with Yushalayim. You know the Kiddus I'm talking about. Yushalayim. There's that Kiddus that offsets the unbelievable paradox between those two Betseisis, Betseisim Yishalayim, Betseisim Yishalayim, Betseisim Yishalayim. 
Because there are days in life of Bitsaisi Mimitsrai. There are days in life of leaving Egypt, when things are beautiful and things are clear, when your mom is feeling great, when you want to do good things and you do good things. The davening goes and the learning goes and Kedusha. You're feeling great about yourself and your family and your friends. Those are called days of Mitzrayim and Mitzrayim. On this day, I was able to get out of Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim and Mitzrayim. But then there are days in life that are called days of Mitzrayim and Mitzrayim, where I'm kicked out of Yerushalayim, where I'm humiliated, ashamed, and embarrassed. Days that I would not want to describe to anybody because I'm so embarrassed and I'm so hurt and days that are filled with disappointment and sadness. Those are called days of Bitsaisi Miyushalai. And another year Miyohu says, Ani Another year Miyohu cries. His name is filled with Mirirus. With his Raimimus and with Mirirus. His Biani Bam Raimim, I'm satiated, I'm filled with bitterness. And then all of a sudden, just when you hear these words of bitterness and crying, these Betsaisim Yushalayim words from the Navi Yom Yo, all of a sudden, Omar Ovad Nitzchi, Yom Yo says, It seemed to me that I'm lost forever. But then I machazik myself. I machazik myself, and because of the chizik, I always have hope. That the kindness, the love of Hashem is never ending. Tomorrow is a new day. A new morning, a new day. Rabbi Emunasech. Rabbi Shalom, you have such love for me and such faith in me. And I can start again. And even though today, Yumiyo says we were kicked out of Yushalayim, Betsayim Yushalayim, tomorrow is going to be different. And then always Menachem himself and all of Am Yisrael that there's going to be again. A betzayim in Mitzrayim and a return to Yerushalayim, as that kina ends. B'shuvi liYerushalayim. This back and forth, betzayim in Yerushalayim, betzayim in Yerushalayim. This back and forth of Avelus and Nechama is the seder of a Jew's Avodas Hashem. There are days, as I said, of tsar and yisurim, of difficulties that a person goes through, feeling distant from Hashem is And the person could be on the verge of yeyush, of giving up. And the person feels, Va'omar, Ovad, Nitzchi, I'm going to, I'm finished, I can't continue. But the Baruch Shalom says that a Yid, a Jew, cannot chalila be misyayish. A person can't give up. The Novi Zechariah says, Shuvu l'bitzorayin, asiri hatikva. 
the Jewish people are imprisoned by hope. Asiri Hatikva, Jews can't help themselves, can't help themselves but to have hope. So there are days where a person feels like his mom is dying. And then the person has to mechazik himself that even though it's Shabbos Chazayim and it's Tishabov, he has to bring himself out of Shabbos Chazayim and out of Tishabov, that world of Chorban, not Shabbos itself, but Tishabov, that time of Chorban. And he has to bring himself into the world of Shabbos Nachem. But you know, everybody here knows that in the deepest way one cannot really get to Shabbos Nachamu without going through Shabbos Chazayim. There are many, many people who, who try to do that. Everybody would like to skip Shabbos Chazayim Tishvah, that whole thing, and get straight to Shabbos Nachamu. It would be a wonderful thing if we could just go straight to Shabbos Nachamu. It would be the most beautiful thing if a little child would hold on to that sweetness, would be little, and, would grow, and with that innocence, all of a sudden find himself or herself under the chuppah, undamaged, untainted, going through life, without Shabbos Chazayin and Tishvah, just to go straight to Shabbos Nachem. But what this time of the year is saying is that unless you go through the 21 days of the three weeks, you cannot really come to Nachmu, to Tubav, and the 21 days of Tishrei, of the Yom of Tishrei. And it's the same thing when it comes to our relationships, a husband and a wife. So when they're dating, I mean, they sometimes might have a disagreement, but they, everybody like works it out. And then by Chasna and Sheverbach, everything is Gvaldik. And you hear this chosna get up by Shever Baruchas, and he says at the Torah, explaining to the adults about the importance of having a good marriage, and all the adults are looking at this guy, like he's 21 years old, and he's telling us about what marriage is, and what marriage is all about. And you know, there's an expression in Yiddish, that means this guy's like a chicken before kaparis. <laughs> you know, you look at the chicken before kaparis, he's like, you know, he could give you a lecture about marriage also. But he's about to be shafted, you know. <laughs> it's a good expression. Yiddish has a certain a kapudis. The chicken doesn't like sees all this excitement. The chicken says, "Hey, this is crack. what's going on?" And the shaykhid is the shaykhid is sharpening his knife. The shaykhid. And then when they start slugging the kaparis, says, "Hey, hey, hey what's, everything okay?" <laughs> start slugging kaparis. So the chassan stands there by. The chassan stands there by Shabbos Shabbos and you have a room full of the aunts, the uncles, the parents, and grandparents. And he says, let me tell you about what marriage is about. Because he was married, he's married for 24 hours. And he also had two fights, by the way, during the day. Because that time of dating in the beginning of marriage, it's sweet, it's beautiful. So you think you got straight to Shabbos Nachem. That's what you think. There's no skipping in life. Till you get to that relationship of ahava, of love that's deep, that's real, you have to go through Tisha. Except the Davin, it shouldn't be so big. 
But there have to be times of that of those birurim, of those betsesi, the Yushalayim days, but it's not what you were looking forward to. It's not what you expected, it's not what you hoped for. Raising children, there are days of betsesi mi and the days of betsesi mi Yushalayim. But you can't really come to love those children in the deepest way unless you go through the Tishabhavs together. And that's really what the Pasuk says. Sisu itomasois. Who's going to rejoice with the joy of Yerushalayim being rebuilt? You know how it called? Hamisablam Allah. Sisu itomasois. Call Hamisablam Allah. Even now. On Shabbos Chazon he was talking about. But the only ones who truly are able to feel the joy in a mature, real, deep way. The joy of the, of the rebuilding of Yerushalayim, of the rebuilding of a marriage, of the rebuilding of a family, children, friends, the only ones who are able to really, really, really feel in a deep way of Bechira Chavshiz, Shabbos Nachamu, are those Jews who live through Shabbos Chazoyin and Tishabov. My parents, my parents lived through a big Tishabov called the Holocaust. Every day to them in life, every single day since then that they're alive, is Shabbos Nachamu. Not I can't believe that my I can't believe that my galaxy I only have a galaxy six. I heard there's also a galaxy seven. My father never heard of any galaxy except the one we live in. But I I can't believe it. That my friend has a galaxy six and I have a galaxy I don't know what they're up to, honestly. I don't. But my friend has a galaxy seven, I only have a six. Those Jews who went through the big Tishabov of our time. They have a different way of looking at life. And they're able to feel the Nechom in a very deep way. And here at Baisai, we're going to learn a very deep Torah from Abnaz and Schusser Yelene. This is a very famous Torah of Abnaz. I'm sure some of you have learned this. Because there are Yidin here that learn. Look at their Lachas. In Yeridea, Shulchanarach talks about the halachas of the simonim of an egg. To know if it comes from a bird that is kosher, that's acceptable. Listen carefully. I'm going to Mekatz, even though I know here time is not such a beginning, right? That's why I know. It's not such a beginning. So it's a din. It's a din in the Gemara and in Shulchanarach. That if you have an egg, that is Shnei Reishem Kadim. How many of you know this Torah? Okay, so listen to you learn it. Shnei Reishem Kadim, or Shnei Reishem Kadim. That means if if you have an egg that's entirely round, Shnei Reishem Kadim, both sides of the egg are round. It's like a it's like a circle, a ball. Or if both of the sides of the egg are pointed, chadim, sharp, pointed, 
So the Gemara says in the Shulchan Aruch Pasuk, it says, 100% Tomei, no good. It says, these are clear, it's a clear simon, Shnei Rishem Kadim, Shnei Rishem Chadim, it's a clear simon that it comes from a knife Tomei. No good. If one side of the egg is rounded and the other side is pointed, then the din is that if the person says and there's a Kabbalah and who he is and where it comes from and so on, that already that already is a simon that it could be from an oiftar that it's an acceptable kosher egg. Now we asked a few minutes ago. Why is it that the same food, the same thing, the egg, that is a remez to the tachlis of Nechama, the greatest Nechama, that it reminds us of the etzim haluz, the, the tree that's the luz, and the etzim haluz, and tchiesem eisim, is the same f- food that is eaten by mourners, and it's a symbol of Avelus. So Abnosan Shusana says, that there are two ways of thinking. Kad v'chad. Kad, rounded, you all know that we have an expression from Chazal. That even though today is going great, it's Gavaldic, but you don't know what tomorrow brings because this world is a world of Galgal, no? Galgal, Achoyze Ba'erla. It's a circle. One day you're on the top, the next day you're on the bottom. So Abnosan says that kad, the roundness, is a simon of avelus, of that fear, of how everything in life is fleeting. And one moment, I can lose everything. God forbid, in one moment. Look at this family, Nebuch, this Salman family near Tisrael in Chalamish. In one moment. You're getting ready to make a Shalom Zohar, right? You're making a Shalom Zohar. And you have Arabists on the table. And the Olam is going to come for Shalom Zohar. And the next second, a Mushkas, a Yishmaeli, comes and kills the film. And instead of Shalom Zohar, it's going to be Yizkir. So Kad means that unpredictability, that Pachad. That's what it means, round. On the other hand, Chad is a lotion of Chedva. Chedva means when things are clear and good and sharp and real and great. Chedva means joy. Azaz and Simcha, Gula. So now Rabbi explains the following. What is the Tumah? The Simen Tumah of Shnei Reishem Kadim. Shnei Reishem Kadim. There are certain Jews that want to live that way. There are Jews that live either everything is round or everything is pointed. And he says the following. The way of the, of the Rishoyim of the wicked. And even those who are not wicked but Jews who are far from the truth. That when something bad happens to them, God forbid, there's avelus, there's tsar, there's some pain, disappointment, there's something terrible. Be They cannot find themselves. 
They can't comfort themselves. They can't muster up a will to live. They can't feel any more joy in their lives. They can't get back to the campers. They can't get back to laughing. They can't get back to their family, to their own children. Because it's so tzibrochen. Something happened to work, I lost my job. Something happened in my life, I lost somebody that I love. Hashem Yerachim, it's terrible. Tsar, Yisurim, Navelis. They lose all kivui, all hope of getting out of that roundness, of that misery. They remain embedded, constantly worrying. What's going to be? What's going to be? What's going to be? I could have done this. I should have done that. Why didn't I do this? I, I know there are married people that talk to me, the guy... I was talking to two weeks ago, he's got seven kids, and all he's telling me is, I married the wrong girl. I should have married the other girl. It's a from 40 years ago. A person lives stuck in that place of tsaring Yisur. When the Sharm Shkuim Bedaiga, Umarish Chaira, which leads to depression, there are people you meet them, and they have you see a Marish Chaira upon him. There's a longness on the face. Uh, you can try every now and then. It smiles a little bit. Could be just as having a cramp or something. Smiles a little bit. But the person is not a happy person. Doesn't live with Simcha Zechai. Lives in Marish and darkness. I've said this very often. You know, in almost every tzibur, not with young people, but in almost every tzibur of Jews, if you go to a shul, there's always like a guy in the shul that when you come to the door, he says, did you hear what happened to Moshe Kapai? You heard what happened to Moshe? He said, what happened to Moshe? You didn't hear? And you know, like, it's like the grim reaper. No, what happened to Moshe? And he dropped out of a heart attack. I'm so sorry to be the bad one, you know, to be the one to bring you up service rise. I'm so sorry to tell you bad news. You're not so sorry. You're all chiz to give bad news. You look like, the, like you know, the pictures like they used to be in the, in the old Haggadah. It's like, you know, Gamal Hamavis with a black thing with a, holding a skite and a, you know, skeleton. Yeah, people like that. that everything, every time you talk to them, it's like the Soros Rose, bad news. Marish Chayr. And if something in their life is not good, then the whole world is no good. Ad Shenefrodom Ayyidezeme Hashem is born. Rebbe Nassim says, where this person is separated from Hashem's book. He doesn't see good in the Baruch Shalom either. The Baruch Shalom doesn't have a warm feeling for Jews or Marish Haredik. He loves every Jew, but nobody likes to be in the company of depressed people. The people you meet them, you look in their face, and you want to run away. They're stuck in their own inyanim, even if they're stuck in the suffering of other people. Rabbi Nelson says a Jew doesn't get stuck. That is called, that way of life, God forbid, is called Shnei Roshayim Kadim. An egg, both sides are round. <coughs> Depressed. Stuck in Avelis, in that katnas of misery and of depression, of suffering, thinking about my Averis all day thinking about bad things all day. Then Rabbi Nassar says, And sometimes you have the opposite. Now remember the opposite, it's all pointed, that's also a simon tumah. 
You have a certain kind of a person that when things are going well, he has some money, he has, a lot, he has good food, he has a good life. They fill their mouths with laughter, with joking. And the whole life is like a yantif. No seriousness at all. Like the kiddush club in shul, you know what I mean? They're not going to get depressed over the nevuah of Yeshaya, the Shabbos, because they're not going to hear it. They're outside on the porch or somewhere. They have a special place for Jews to go outside because they can't wait to make kiddush at the end. And then they're wondering why their children don't like davening. When you have grown men, I don't want to tell the girls you should know from these things. Girls would never ever do such a thing. The grown men stand outside. They leave shul by the after. I don't know why they think the after. They leave shul. Grown men in many, many places. Must be at least ten places like that in New York alone. Where people go out. And during, during the middle of the after, during the after, they start to drink and they start to have a piece of coke. Can't hold out till after Musaf. I don't think they didn't have coffee and a couple pieces of cake before they came to shul. And then I can have a, a full kiddush after that, and then a full meal at home. These are Jews of Nosson says, Shnei Roshem Chad. Everything, nothing is serious. <coughs> everything is just laughing. Everything is a machaya. Everything is good. Good not in a deep way. Shnei Roshem Chad. Vizebuchinus Shnei Roshem Chad. These, Reb says, these are the Rishoyim and those who are far, Rechoikim and Ha'emes. The Bonishul does not want us to live either in a way of Shnei Roshem Kadim, of living, God forbid, in sadness, living in Avelis, living in the bad stuff and the bad stories. And the thoughts of Averis and bad, all these things. And he doesn't want us, on the other hand, to live entirely in, the, in, in that cluelessness of not making a Cheshun and Nefesh. Avalat Sadiqim Vakshem, Reb Nosson says, those do, Jews who had Sadiqim Vakshem, Shieshlehem, Kishieshlehem Tsar, Chas Vashol, when these Jews have some Tsar, Heim Tikva, when they feel that roundness of life coming upon them, which means there's some Tsar, there's some difficulty, there's some, some Yasur, there's some suffering. they don't get lost in that sadness. They are seriatic, for they fill themselves with hope. They think about it seriously, and they try to do tshuva, but then right away they jump back. Seriatic, they get out of tishuvah, out, out, and they go to Shabbos nachemu, umechay, umenachem in atzman, and they comfort themselves. Begodel tikvosim lach v'stoyv. Rabbi Shlomo, it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good. I know that you love me. I'm going to be better. I'm going to try hard. It's going to be good. This is a way of life that's called one side of the egg is round in life and the other side is chad, is sharp, is pointed. Because these Jews that Sadiqim and Ikshayim know that if I go through some tsar, if I go through some avelis, if I go through some churban in my life, it's only because the Baruch wants me to pull myself out. And through that Shabbos Chazayin, through that Tishvav, to come to the biggest, biggest Shabbos Nachim, 
to be mechazik myself with tikven with nechama. Therefore, these Jews are never ever miyash atzman ma'ashemizbar. They never ever give up hope. They never let go of ashemizbar. Until finally they work their thing out in life. All of this, Rabbi says, is hinted in the egg. She bechinas luz, which is the bechina, as the Gemara says, twenty-one days till it hatches. The luz, the the ishkedia, and the luz of the body. Bechina, Rabbi Nachman said, is the bechina of the luz. Like Rabbi Nachman said of Tchias which means that even if I'm dead, I'm going to come back to life. Even if I feel like I'm dying, I got to bring myself back to life. So now, Chavir, we're able to come to talk, to finish, to talk about the Kaisal, that part of the world. Listen carefully. Now we understand that the egg at the same time is a food of Avelos of the 21 days of the three weeks of Tisha B'Av. And at the same time, the 21 days correspond to the three weeks of Tishrei of joy, of tshuva and of joy. And all of this corresponds to the luz, the almond tree that blossoms in 21 days, which is the gematria, the Meshulach talks about this, of the name of Hashem, Aleph, Hey, Yud, Hey, which means I will be, no matter what I've been through, eh, hey, yeah, I can be and I will be, and I have hope to change. And all of this is the luz of Tchis Ames. We find the following in the writings of the Ramchal. The Ramchal teaches that the same way on the body of a Jew, the same way that on the body of the Jew there's this piece, the etzem luz, this tiny little bone, which can't be destroyed, not, not by a person, by a regular death, or even if the body, God forbid, is crushed and burned. The same way there's that part of the body, the Ramchal says that there's also a place in the world that's indestructible. And from that place in the world, the same way that from the loss of the body, Hashem brings the Jew back to life by Tchias Mesa, so too there's a place in the world that's called the Kaisal Hamaravi, the Kotel. And as much as our enemies, the Ramchal says, have and will try to destroy that tiny piece of the Harabayas that's left, of that place of the Beis Amikdash, it's indestructible. And all of our enemies have tried to, it's indestructible. And the Ramchal says, that from that place on earth that's called the Kaisal, this is why we're so driven to that place. And this is the Indian of the Machlokes that's going on, even about, the, about who's to be and how to run things by the Kaisal, I'm not going into it. But that place in the world is so important to us. It's something we can't let go of because it's the luz of the Jewish people. That from there, the Ramchal says, the Beis HaMikdash will be brought back to life. The same way that the body is brought back to life, from there, the Beis Hamikdash will be brought back to life. 
That's why when Yaakov Avinu was in that place on the amazing night, when he had the vision of the Sula Mutzavata, Rosh Hashem and the Mokim HaMikdash came to where he was lying that night, in Basel. And you remember what he said, Ulam Luz Shem The original real name of the place of the Mikdash is called Lamed Vav Zayim, which is Luz. Because Luz means that part of us that can't die. And the coastal means that part of the Beis Hamikdash that can't be destroyed. It means that part that from which will come Tchir, the revival, the resurrection of the Beis Hamikdash, of Am Yisrael, of Yushalay. And there's more, Rabbi Nachman was Magala, that the word Ma'arav, the Western Wall, Ma'aravi, Ma'arav, Mem Ayin, Reish Beis, is the Rosh Hashanah, Rochel Mevake Albanel. Reish Mem Ayin Beis, Rochel Mevake Albanel, is the Oisius Ma'arav. What is Rochel Yimenu crying? What does that have to do with the Kaisal Ma'aravi? Because it says in the Novi Yemi Yilam Aleph that we read now, Koyam Arasha, Kol Rama Nishma. A voice can be heard in Rama, Nihibachi Tamrumim Tamrumi, the voice of bitter crying. Rochel Levakal Banera. Rochel Yemenu was over there by the road, crying for her children going into Golas. Mi'anali Hinochek. And Rochel Yemenu herself feels that she can't be consoled, she can't be comforted. She can't, oh, what's going to be? My children are lost. My children are gone. They're going to get the goalless. What's going to be with them? And she's crying in. She can't be comforted. So Rochel means, on the one hand, the oymek of Avelis, the tsar of the shechina, the tsar of a mother. All of her children are gone. But then in one second, Rochel, stop crying and wipe the tears away from your eyes. Everything you did, and your children are going to come back from the land of their captivity of the enemies. And Hashem is comforting Rochel and each and every one of us. In the end, the Yesh Tikvalach Risach, it's going to be good. It'll be good, You'll, it'll be good in everything, it'll be good. Yesh Tikvalach Risach, Numa Hashem, Vishovu Bonum Lagvulam. That's why the word Kaisel, on the one hand, has the letters Taf Lamet, which is a tell, which means a, a pile of, that was dis- of something that was destroyed, a mound of something that was destroyed. On the other hand, it has the letters Chavav, which is the Shem Havaya Baruchu. Because on the one hand, Rochli Menu is crying. And that's the roundness of the misery of her loss and Mayanli Hinoch. But then Hashem is Hashem is Rochazika. And Rochli Minu comes back. And Khazda Hashem Laisam. Mini Koilak mi Bechi Vainaach min Dimba. Vishovu Bonmulagvulam. And from Shabbos Khazain and from Tishabov Rochli Menu jumps into the world of Shabbos Nachmu. And she hears the Bhishlam saying to Nachemu Nachmu, Nachami is Nachami is Nachami. And that's what it means, Kad Vikad. Etzim haluz, tchias ameisen, ulam luz, shem ha'ilu The place of the mikdash is called luz. I was likely to be a couple of weeks ago, not so long ago, 
I was lucky to be by the scene of the Rebbe of Mayel Chesus Gerling in Lezhensk. With the Chavah from my shul. We had a whole Chavah that was lucky to be there. And I told a story over there that I think many of you know. I'm going to say it very quickly. I'm telling it the way that the Baba Rabbi Sushan said it over. I'm fully aware for those big Rabshlama Kalabach fans over here that Rabshlama said it differently. I don't want to make you feel bad, but he used to say a lot of things differently with stories. But the story that's a Messiah from the Tzaddikim, the way that it was told by the Baba Rabbi, is the way that I'm telling it to you. I'm also a big Rabshlama Kalabach fan. I don't make it seem like no time is Chasusha. Once there was a there was a simple Jew from the village who came to the tzaddik the Rabbi Rabbi Mendel from Rimenov, and this yid poured his heart out that he was in big 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 trouble because he didn't pay the schiris that he owed to the parish to the landowner and he had a very very hard person there the the that that fellow, the Gentile that owned that place was very, very hard and scary. And the pirates told him, this time, Maishala, this time, if you don't pay, I'm going to kill you. And he owed for like a lot of time. And if you don't come up with the money, I'm going to kill you. And this is a guy that could do that. He meant it. So the Yid runs to Ramadla Remenova, and Remendel Rimena gives him an Eitzah that he should go and then he should hide. Get out of here, run away, hide. In other words, Remendel Rimena saw that this, this guy, this Boris, is dangerous and he had great eyes to see that he, he, he's going to kill you. You've got to get away, you have to run away. And then Remendel told him, listen, Rebid, I'm on my way now. I'm just about to leave to go to my Rebbe. I'm about to go to the Rebbe of Meilich. Rebbe of from Lezhensk. I'm about to go to Meilich. Come with me. And you get a bracha from Meilich. Fine. The Jew goes with him. And they come to the Rebbe of Meilich. And the Yid says over his story, he tells over his Meisim, that he's afraid that the parish is going to kill him. He owes him money, doesn't have money. He doesn't say what Ramadala said. But Rabbi Lamelech says to him, listen to me. There's nothing to be afraid, you don't have to hide. Adirab. When you go to the pirates, tell the pirates that you're only willing to settle for 10,000 Rainish. Like 10,000 gold coins, it's a fortune of money. That if he pays you, you're, if he pays you, you'll settle with him. So there's a little Jew that understand what's he talking about. If, if he pays me, I owe, I owe him. But he was a very simple person. And he, and he listened to what the Rebbe said. 
He didn't know what's going on. And he left. The Rebbe told him not to hide. And he goes back there. And he goes and he meets the pirates. And the pirates asks him, where's the money? And he says, I don't have it. And the pirates beats him, mamish, till the inch of death. Beats, beats him up. And leaves him lying on the street. He thought he was dead. He barely was able, some Jews brought him back to his house. And he was barely alive. In the meantime, the pirates goes to his house. And he's in a good mood and he had a drink. And his, he asked his, his wife asked him, what are you so happy about? So he said, you know that Jew, Moshka, the guy that, that rents him us, he didn't pay us, and I beat him to death. So the wife said, the wife was a kind, of, a kind person, and the wife said, I hope he's not dead, because if he's dead, I'm divorcing you, I'm never going to live with you, I wouldn't live with a person who murdered another human being, and you better go see if he's alive, and you better make sure to take care of him, and give him whatever he needs to take care of him. Or else I'm, not gonna, I'm finished with you. So Mestama, all of his money came from her side, whatever it was, he was very nervous. And the pirates goes and he knocks on the house of the Jew. And the Yid sees him coming through the window. He's lying there in bed dying. And he sees this guy coming through the window. Oh, he's coming. He heard that I'm not dead. And he's coming to finish the job. So he's terrified. And the pirates comes in there. And Moshe is surprised. The pirates is coming to be Mephaisen. Like to apologize. I'm sorry. I got carried away. I shouldn't have done that. Don't worry about it. I, about the money. I, I, I'm sorry that I did that to you. It's okay. Don't worry about the money. And all of a sudden, Maisha remembered that the Rebbe Al said to ask the guy for 10,000 rhinos. So Maisha says to him, I tell you the truth. What you did, you know, you hurt me so badly. My mom is beaten by it. I, I can't forgive you unless you pay me 10,000 rhinos. So the guy goes, what? So he said, he said, I'll give you 500. He says, no, no. 10,000 rhinos. And he says, 10,000 or else I'm, I'm not forgiving you. And the guy ends up giving him 10,000 rhinos. Sometime later, when Moshe recuperated, he felt better, he went to visit the Rebbe Elamel to thank him for the Yeshua that he brought about. And it happened that at that time, when he came there to thank the Rebbe Elamel, it happened that the Rebbe Mendel Rimenev and the other tzaddik was there together with his Rebbe Rimenev. And when Moshe came and told him the whole story, it says here from the Baba Rebbe that Rebbe Yemelech turned to Rebbe Mendel and he said, Was is, was, is What's the difference, the Rebbe Mendel said, between me and you? Do has gezein bizdeklam. You're able to see till the Jew gets beaten. But I'm able to see I have you have good eyes, he said to Ramandal Rimanov. But you're only able to see till the Jew got beaten. I have eyes, Ramelov said, I'm able to see after the Jew is beaten. I'm able to see what would be after the ten after the, the ten claps to see the ten thousand rhymes. That story has in it the entire Torah that we just learned. On the one hand, there are the beatings. On the other hand, if a Jew holds on, like the Navi says, Al Kain Oichil, Chazdeh Shem Kilo Yisam, Kilo Chalurachimav, 
Shabbos Chazoyim, right, the Tisha B'Av is over, and a person holds on, and he's able to come to that place inside of himself, the Ik and the Cham, to bring himself back to life, with the Amunah, with believing one million percent, that there's going to be something Nachtaklach, after the beating it's going to be good. And even though you might see yourself as a person that my whole life is just getting beaten, the Rabbi Rabmeilach said it's not true. There's a world Nachtakla. My bracha teaching every one of you is that because of all that you do to help Hashem's Baruch's children and how good and how kind each and every one of you is, that you are helping people who feel, who families, families feel to clap, beat, and you help bring them simch. Jews who feel tishbav dik in their lives, and you bring them a Shabbos Nachemu, Hashem is Baruch should help you. Nachemu Nachemu. Each and every one of you should be filled with lives of Nechama, of Simcha, of Nachas, of Brocha, that we should be zarechet to see Nechama Sin Yushalayim. We should be zarechet to see the Tchiyas HaMais on the Jewish people, the Tchiy of the Kaislam Ravi. We should be zarechet to see the Binyan come down from Shemaim, with the Bayis Slishi, with the Therese Mikdash, with the Gulash Shleim of Mehebi Amen Amen.